Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to, to the July 15th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today, we're looking at numbers 1536 through 1538 of the Catechism. Article 6, the Sacrament of Holy Orders. 1536, Holy Orders is the sacrament through which the mission entrusted by Christ to his apostles continues to be exercised in the Church until the end of time. Thus, it is the sacrament of apostolic ministry. It includes three degrees, episcopate, presbyterate and diaconate. On the institution of the apostolic ministry by Christ, see above number 8874. Here only the sacramental means by which this ministry is handed on will be treated. 1. Why is this sacrament called orders? 537, 1537, sorry. The word order in Roman antiquity designated an established civil body, especially a, a governing body. Ordinatio means incorporation into an ordo. In the church there are established bodies which tradition, not without a basis in sacred scripture, has since ancient times called taxes in Greek or ordines in Latin. And so the liturgy speaks of the ordo episcoporum, the ordo presbyterorum, and the Ordo Diaconorum. Other groups also receive the name of Ordo, catechumens, virgins, spouses, widows, etc. 1538. Integration into one of these bodies in the Church was accomplished by a rite called Ordinatio, a religious and liturgical act which was a consecration, a blessing, or a sacrament. Today the word ordination is reserved for the sacramental act which integrates a man into the order of bishops, priests or deacons, and so goes beyond a simple election, designation, delegation or institution by the community, for it confers a gift of the Holy Spirit that permits the exercise of a sacred power, sacra potestas, which can only come from Christ himself through his church. Ordination is also called consecratio, for it is a setting apart and an investiture by Christ himself for his church. The laying on of hands by the bishop with the consecratory prayer constitutes the visible sign of this ordination. Okay, so we're moving into the sacrament of holy orders. And um, first of all, there was that note at the beginning saying that this is just dealing with the sacramental, the liturgical part of it, that the other part of it was dealt with before when we were looking at the church um, uh, number 874 of the Catechism. So here we're looking at uh, the orders, the sacramental part. And here we owe our terminology to the Roman civil society. In a sense, the Church, um, the Catholic Church, when it was founded, it was founded in the Roman world. It was a very religious world. And yet, especially in the beginning, the vocabulary that the church was using, the institutions that the church was copying, that was inheriting, was more from the Roman civil society than the Roman religious society. So there's a lot of civil terms, even the term sacrament itself, but many, many civil terms find their way into the church to explain. Again, obviously everything in the church is coming from Christ, but in its development and its attempt to find a way to express it, the first Christians found that the um, 
vocabulary of the Roman civil society was a better vehicle for explaining what they were doing than the Roman religious society. So here we have this word order, and the Roman society was very ordered in some senses, and that everybody knew their place, and there were different bodies in society, and that the church uh, used this term that uh, for order, that there are different orders in the church. And in the beginning, they were much broader. There were many more of them. But it began to be used nearly exclusively, although sometimes you do talk about the order of catechumens or the order of penitents, but nearly exclusively being used for those in holy orders, those in the sacrament of holy orders. And here, just to say that this is a sacrament, like the other sacraments we've looked at, is that it's something that uh, comes from Christ and gives us something. It's not simply an election. This is one of the big differences between Catholicism and Protestantism. In Protestantism, the minister is appointed. That you have an election or some sort of a process or he goes to school and uh, he gets appointed as, as the minister of the, uh, of the congregation or the congregation themselves pick him, or whatever, that there's a process of election, of, of choice. And that this isn't what the way it's done in the Catholic Church. In the Catholic Church we see it always as a sacrament. A sacrament that needs a sacramental right, that needs a liturgical right to confer it, but it gives the sacrament also gives this sacred power, this consecration, that is um, that comes in the Catholic Church. Again, we'll see it more clearly as we go through exactly what this means. Not so much tomorrow, but later on we'll see it. And um, uh, just again to meditate on what this means, that the sacraments are all of them very important for the whole Church. And the Sacrament of Orders is also not just to make a priest or a bishop so they can take care of us, but to see how the sacrament helps all of us whether we be a priest or not, the Sacrament of Holy Orders helps each one of us to draw towards communion. That God's goal for us, as we saw yesterday, is communion. He wants us to be in communion with others and with himself. And the way that he does this, again, he's got many different ways to do it, but one of the special ways he does it is through the Sacrament of Holy Orders. Then we'll see later on through the Sacrament of Holy Matrimony as well, but here we're looking at Holy Orders. How Holy Orders has this function of bringing us into communion, of strengthening our communion, allowing us to come out of ourselves, and always as we come out of ourselves and we go towards God, we go towards life, we go towards happiness, we go towards enlightenment, we go towards meaning in our lives. So this is what the Lord is giving each one of us. So we'll continue tomorrow, and tomorrow we'll look at 1539 through 1553. God bless.